Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Josh Walston. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, yes. trying to think of monumental moments. The the moon landing. Kennedy assassination. Kennedy assassination. Lincoln uh, like assassination. They, yeah, uh, I mean, there wasn't there wasn't media <laughs> around at that time to really document that for posterity. I was just like thinking great, death. Yeah, media moments. <laughs> the opening of Al Capone's vault. I think would be up there. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, with uh, Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo Rivera yeah. Yeah, ended up being a big dud. Good but still, times. Big, huge media moment. Uh-huh. OJ. OJ. Yeah, the, the OJ verdict. Bronco chase. Uh-huh. The Bronco. The verdict. The verdict. Yeah. 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 The suit. You know, any Super Bowl really. Pretty much. Yeah. And episode sixty nine of the Working Interference. I believe podcast. so. Yeah. We're right up there with it. We. Uh, Lance and I <laughs> debated on how to handle this. <laughs> that's one way to put it there's a show that we both love called my brother my brother and me and they recently had show 420 uh-huh and they had the same discussions about how to handle it and what they did was they went from episode 419 to episode 421 uh-huh. and pretended like it did not exist uh-huh i think our listeners deserve more than that don't you think lance they do they do we we you know love our listeners both of them Yes, all two of you we love. And one of them is on the show tonight, uh-huh. actually. So um, here's the deal. It's episode 69. It is. What, what do you think we're going to talk about tonight? So if your kids are in the car, turn it off. Yeah, time for uh, D- Disney. If you're a potential sponsor for our show, <laughs> nah, listen to like last week's episode. <laughs> listen to the one, the very measured professional response about the prosthodontist in Denver. Listen uh-huh. to that one. Yeah. This is, this is, this is, the, the, this one's for us. This is, this, this yeah. one's for us. And quite frankly, this is for all of you too. Uh-huh. All of you of our hard, hardcore fans. No pun intended, pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> When it came time to discuss episode 69, Uh both Lance and I felt at the time that there was only really one guest that we could possibly have. Uh And that's the great Aaron Elliott. Aaron, good evening. Hello there. Happy episode 69. (laughs) I don't think I entirely knew what I was signing myself up for. (laughs) Probably not. You didn't know you were signing up for something as, as monumental as the moon landing? No, <laughs> now, but, but I'm honored that I was asked. I was thinking about it, and, and we can edit this out if we need to. Probably not. But episode 69, our preferred guest is somebody who famously has only had one partner in her entire life. <laughs> That's right. Did we think this through correctly, Lance? Uh, probably not. It, it, uh, yeah, in I don't know. Yeah, we're... We've, so I don't know what you can offer on this conversation, Aaron. I don't know if you have a fastball you can bring in this area. Well, I do, since we're on topic, what is 
6.9. What is 6.9? It's another like the... good... No, it's another good thing ruined by a period. Oh, I like <laughs> it. Yeah, very good. Very. Good. How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> oh, too many comments there. So... <laughs> Um, I, I was thinking in, in a day like today, episode 69, which is really something that Lance and I have been thinking about for 68 weeks, to be honest with you, <laughs> since week one, we were like, oh man, I can't wait till we get to episode 69 in a year and a half. Um, I, I thought, you know, I mean, we all kind of understand what the number means, but none of us really understand the history behind it. It's just something that like somebody explains to you when you're in the sixth grade or whatever, and is is really funny and then continues to be funny for the next, oh, 30 plus years of your life. That's right. So I, I did some research and I, I don't did know, you? you guys, yeah, do you guys have any, any knowledge of like where this came about, where the number came about, anything like that? None whatsoever. Aaron, anything from you? No, I have not researched that. I can I didn't think admit. life started before Urban Dictionary, so... Yeah, I mean, there are. This is going to blow you out of the water, right? This is absolutely going to. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. So I just googled what what's the history of the term sixty nine, um, and so I found this this article. Um, the title of the article is "Where was the term sixty nine first used, and how did it affect people culturally in nineteen sixty nine?" And this is sort of like a Reddit kind of kind of deal. Huh. Um, and this person named Sully. Uh, <laughs> huh. Sully, uh, what are you up up to, buddy? Where are you at? Uh, Asked, I'm looking for two things. Number one, first instance of the sexual use of the term 69ing. And two, if the term was in use in 1969, I'm interested in finding any articles or books on the effect of the term had on people during the year 1969. Can you imagine writing an entire book on that? Writing wow. an entire book on on how it affected the culture in the year 1969. That's a like that's a crazy book. Wow, that's a crazy book. So here's what I found. Um, mutuals. Oh god. All right, here we go. Mutual simultaneous orogenitalism is usually referred to in the English under the euphemis- euphemistic French numerical form. Soit-en-neuf. Can you help me with that French pronunciation, Lance? Soit-en-neuf. Oh, God damn, Lance. <laughs> I just got, like, like too messant because of that. Say, say that again. <laughs> Soit-en-neuf. Soit-en-neuf. Mm-hmm. The ancient Chinese yang and yen, female and male symbol, is identical. The term soit-en-neuf has been traced, uh, has not been traced any earlier then a book called The Whore's Catechisms, published in the 1790s in France, and is the first time that the term 69 was ever used. So let's wait, back up a second. So the, the yin and yang is a 69? That's yeah, so I, I like so I guess Google the, the yin and yang symbol, and you can kind of see. I mean, I see it now, but it's like, I, well, I, I guess it, I, I don't think that's what it was originally okay. started as or whatever, but okay. um, that, that sort of, you know, I guess it, it kind of has the same look, right? Sure. As, oh, yeah. As the yeah, six, yeah. six and the nine. Now then, the term, swa, say it again, soit-en-neuf. Soit-en-neuf. 
69, mm-hmm. was added to the Oxford English Dictionary really? in 1888 <laughs> oh my God. under the term simultaneous cunnilingus and fellatio. Huh. 1888, Lance. Wow. Okay. This, I mean, it seems to me like it, like it's a newfangled thing, right? So, like but the, apparently, the, the Belle Epoque in Paris, the the golden age of art and, and impressionism was okay. Soisonneuf. Soisonneuf. So it's been around for a while. It's not just some new freaky deaky thing. Uh-huh. The French have been the French have been freaky deaky for a long, long time, Lance. I believe so. Yeah. You spent some time there. I, I think did. we can. And didn't you have to go to France and kind of preach um, abstinence and I did. celibacy? Yeah, yeah that <laughs> wouldn't that work go? well. <laughs> I think it was looked at as a challenge. Everybody looked at me and said, Hold for, the ent- for the yeah, for the entire uh, population of France, like, uh-huh. like, like, bitch, we've been doing this since 1790. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out of here with your garbage. Not, not hold my beer, be like, hold, hold my wine, hold my merlot. Hold- so that was surprising to me. Now, here's the, th- here's the question I have. Uh-huh. Is why is this guy so obsessed with the culture? What happened in the cult? Like, like it, Dick Clark is in Times Square on, on December 31st, 1968. Uh-huh. And, and he's doing the countdown and the Tiffany clock comes down and all that garbage. Uh-huh. And then it's January 1, 1969. And just the country goes nuts for a year? Is that what, like, like it's <laughs> no one, yeah, no one, yeah, exactly. No one can not giggle every time they write a check or they say what year. Is that what he's, is, is that what he's asking about? Because yeah. I, I don't feel like that was sort of a different, we were kind of worried about minorities getting, you know, hosed down by racist police officers in the South trying to go to school uh-huh. that maybe we weren't worried about. Dude, it's, it's 1969, <laughs> man. There's more important stuff afoot, like people dying in Vietnam and, and all of that stuff. The president had literally just been killed, what, six years before. Uh-huh. I just feel like it was maybe a little bit trivial. NASA think, was finishing was just- up their stuff in Houston, getting ready for the launch six months later. Yeah, it was, so what was that, 19, uh, July end of 1969, right? Yeah, 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 July 21st. Yeah, we're better men in 1969. Probably. Really were. Yeah, well, big, isn't that problems. like in, on TV they showed separate beds, like married couples? and? Yeah, you know, Dick Van Dyke show. So they weren't married really embracing, was... yeah. <laughs> How is that supposed to work? Because my, my grandparents had separate beds. So would just one come over to the other bed for a little bit and then go back? I, I really, I still to this day, I'm, I'm, I'm they just scooted. Wouldn't, wouldn't scoot, they just scoot the, the beds together? Yeah. I I remember my grandfather and grandmother's room, and there was separated by a nightstand. So you'd have to move <laughs> the nightstand. There's a lot of furniture. There's you have to yeah. hire some college students to come in and move the furniture. Well, I guess if the Swanson Neuf, it uh, you just need the one. I guess so. Just you go over to one bed, right? Yeah, that's what uh-huh. we're that's what we believe. I I love that. It was always like like the Brady Bunch or whatever. Like the parents had separate beds. Like there's nine kids. Like what are like? Come on, <laughs> it's not it's not a mystery to anybody what's happening here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Lance, Aaron, this is an advice show. Apparently, <laughs> it really you're it's not a good advice show. More right than ever tonight. <laughs> Uh, we answer our listeners' questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. 
We strive to help Dennis and Dental team members have their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want a bunch of boring questions. Do we, Lance? Fuck no. Or do we, Aaron? F no. (laughs) We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the greatest number of all time? Because we all know that Swazanuf is the greatest number ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Do we think that Gordon Christensen knows what 69 means? <laughs> That's question uh, one tonight. Does Gordon Christensen know what 69 means? He's he has say to, no. right? Let's go with yes. He's made enough. I've, I've heard him make enough dirty jokes. That, oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, when was the last time you saw Gordon lecture, Lance? Uh, 20 years ago. Man, dude, he's blue. Blue. <laughs> Way bluer than I am. And really? I think he can, with it because he's Gordon. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Man, he's he took he said one he made a joke one time about looking at Playboy, like why his assistant did something. Really? Wow. Yeah. Hey, I think Gordon. I think Gordon knows. Gordon knows who sixty nine is. Yeah. We're well, anybody. Next time you go to a Gordon Christian lecture, any of our <laughs> listeners, just like our friend Irene did, go up at a break and record this on your voice memo on your on your phone and ask Gordon Christensen if he knows what the number sixty nine means. <laughs> Just love to know. Um, question: We're doing an all Reddit show tonight because, of course, there's no been no website that's greater chronicled questions about oral sex and dentistry than Reddit. I think it is the greatest sort of cul- combination culmination of 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 all those questions ever. Um, and uh-huh. it seems to be about one out of every five questions on this dental subreddit has to do with oral sex. So we got a bunch of questions from listeners for episode sixty nine. Um, thank you guys, uh, Brad and Steven and, uh, Zach, you guys all had good ones. There's a good one from Zach, which I'll ask really quick, um, for Aaron specifically. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Aaron, how many creepy dentists have hit on you over the years at lecturing? And what's the creepiest way that a dentist has ever hit on you? Oh, that is a great question. I really don't get hit on. Oh, come oh, on. Bullshit. It's just one of those things. It's <laughs> no, like, it's I'm like serious. That, you remember that movie She's All That from the 90s with yeah. uh, oh, Frank yeah. Jr.? It's oh, a smoking yeah. hot smoke show dime piece, and everybody thinks she's ugly because she has glasses on. And then she takes the glasses <laughs> off, and everybody like, gets an instant hard on. Like, uh-huh. she was super hot with glasses on. What's wrong with you people? Like, just taking the glasses. Like, it's not like – it was the most – it's the stupidest movie premise of all time. A little bit. This So, so Aaron, I, I – Call me skeptical, but but <laughs> I'm guessing it's just one of those things where it happens a lot. You just don't want to call anybody out. I I honestly don't have not dealt with creeps. I, like on Facebook, like you'll get Facebook um, friend requests, and then they go, "Hey, sweetie," and they are automatically blocked. But other than that. Not at lectures, not face to face. God, I wish this would happen to me. This never happens to me. Ah. <sighs> Do you do you say anything to them when you block them or no? No, they. I I almost think English is a second language for uh, pretty much oh. every time that's happened. So that, that's funny. <laughs> I don't hold it against them. Lance, Literally, I don't. <laughs> Lance, do you ever get those? I really don't. I mean, you've seen me. I, I mean, I have a face for radio. That's why we're doing the podcast. You got a good profile picture, though, man. Dodge yeah. Photoshop. 
Yeah, of course. That's what <laughs> but, by the way, are. this does not open up creeps to hitting on. Yeah, slide in there and see. Anytime, just slide, slide right in. Um, no, or Aaron, yeah, lectures. Now, also, Aaron, I was curious. Do you? Um, are, you're fairly musically inclined, wouldn't you say? <laughs> so, I mean, do you? What kind of flute do you like to play? <laughs> oh, um, the jazz flute. Jazz flute. Okay. Just like an anchor. <laughs> you must have seen a video I made. For I mean, I should explain. What? For, for I need more information on this. <laughs> Hold on. Was it a subscription? Stop the show. <laughs> so you said you had two listeners. There was me, and the other one is Missy Fryer, and she turned 40. So I sent a... I, I made this video for her, and I was showing off all of my talents that I don't have, like interpretive dance and uh-huh. singing and i do i did in junior high play the flute so i busted that out <laughs> and i made an inappropriate comment <laughs> mm. i was going to make a video for that the problem was is that Mi- missing i turned 40 or, or her party her 40th birthday party was the same day as my 40th birthday party and so i was kind of locked in on on getting everything ready for that because that's some yeah. stuff you're on house but the video I was going to make was, you remember that guy that was crying about everybody to leave Britney Spears alone? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was going to do that video, but like me and crying about leave Missy alone because Missy's oh, 40 and it just never good. happened. So Missy, I'm sorry. So just imagine me <laughs> like using a bed sheet as a tent and crying about Missy being 40 and to leave her alone. And there were, there would have been my video. So there you go. question one from Reddit, I guess technically question two, but question one from Reddit, distant mirror asks, Two days after wisdom tooth extraction, does sex count as, quote, physical activity I should be avoiding? So I probably should have asked the oral surgeon this. Uh, Yeah, you should have because he's the one that got paid. But Wednesday morning, I had an impacted right lower wisdom tooth removed. Everything went off without a hitch. Yesterday, Thursday, I had some pain, but today the swelling seems to have gone down and I generally feel pretty good. My question is, I know I'm supposed to avoid any strenuous activities. Would this include sex and or masturbation? My wife and I have been keeping our hands off each other, but I'm starting to get a little jittery here. If there's a chance sex would increase the risk of dry socket, yeah, okay, count me out. But would it? Thanks, guys. How strenuous is this masturbation? <laughs> I, I have that. To, and also the same question about the sex, right? Like, uh, uh, are are you planning on going four and a half hours here with uh, with like breaks for Gatorade and an IV? Like when you start cramping up, like how how exactly you know this is going to go four and a half minutes long, and you're going to get up a heart rate of around 110, and that's pretty much it, and that's going to be over, right? Is that or is that just me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you, dude. Okay, I guess I guess I'm wrong. Um, you're doing it wrong. Wasn't it Sting who was famous for that? Yeah, his tantric uh, movie. Yeah. yeah, I don't have. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't have time for that. I really don't. <laughs> I get bored. Seriously, like the NCAA tournament's going on. I got to get like the report on that Robert Mueller investigation. Like, there's you can things have that going do. simultaneously, just over the shoulder. So while I you're guess doing, that's what it is. I guess he's yeah. just paying attention to other shit, and so he just like zones in and zones out. Man, way to go, Gordon. Like that, that four minutes becomes at least five. It, that's Lance's version of t- Tantric when he goes from four to five. <laughs> Watch the Mueller that, report. <laughs> to be fair, that's an extra 20%, you that's know, right. really. Um, <laughs> couple of thoughts. Should have asked the oral surgeon. Yes. Yeah, like, I think. 
foist this bullshit question on the person who's getting reimbursed. Right. Yeah. That's the thing that rubs like rubs me the wrong way about all of this. There's a dentist somewhere who's getting paid. Ask them. They're oh. the one. Um, second thought. Would this include sex and or masturbation? So, like, are those simultaneous? <laughs> he makes it sound like it. It, it does. I mean, if, if yeah. like, sex and masturbation, like, are those happening at the same time? Because I don't think you're doing one of them right, if that's the case. Yeah, sure. It seems that way. I mean... My, my wife and I have been keeping our hands off each other. I hope they're newlyweds. <laughs> two, two days, and you're starting yeah. to get, a, quote, a little jittery. Yeah, yeah they that's crazy. Yeah, can, can you guys handle two days? Well, I don't know. Here's what I'm thinking is that th- it seems like this question, I've listened to every word of every show. This question comes up so much that I'm considering putting it into my post-op instructions. <laughs> but I'll have one for men and one for women. Like, you should lay off for a week. And then for men, it's like, there's no problems. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah. Work. <laughs> so, well, I mean, so you're talking about like giving women sort of an out, right? Yeah. That's kind of what the point of that is. So do you need to have two different forms? Like, hey, do you like your husband? Or hey, do you like your wife or no? Like yes yeah. or no? And if not, you have the you have the form that says like oh like two weeks of no no contact whatsoever, and then you have like ah fuck it go right at it. If do they you like get jittery other. after two days? Could be the question. I, I just turned forty, and I have to tell you, there's there's no jittery after two days. <laughs> two days, I'm I'm totally fine. Lance, any care to chime in? As the uh, senior of the group. I, I will uh, agree that uh, two days uh, sans jitters. Yeah, no, no jit. Like, like your neck starts itching, and like, like, like you're an addict. Is that what's happening? I don't understand. Like jittery. Yeah, I think the guy's jonesing for the. Yeah, I'm. I, I've honest. Like, I, I'm trying to think of like I've had some some spells in my in my life, Lance. I've never once been jittery. No, I, I don't think jittery's the word. No. If he's getting his wisdom tooth out, maybe he is in like his twenties, late twenties. Married. That's the thing. Even my late twenties. Yeah. Are you kidding? I could go two weeks when I was in my late twenties. Could now, now, granted, I was in I was theory. I was married to somebody I was miserable with. Uh, so <laughs> that'll do it too. There was that. Um, you might have been jittery, but you thought you chalked it up for something else. Yeah, could so, so we'll like that's a small sample size. Maybe we shouldn't we yeah. shouldn't do anything. Mistaking misery with jittery. Okay, so let's get to the to the heart of it, though. Do we think that that any type of physical sexual activity during, like at at the day two, day three, post wisdom tooth extraction is going to give him a dry socket? No, you're in the clear by then. Yeah, I, I agree. I I, I just I th- if you are if you were getting a dry socket or you're going to get a dry socket, it, it already the seeds of it have already been planted, and it wasn't from this. Yeah. I just think it would be kind of gross to kiss so soon after oral surgery. To like a single tooth extract. Push that up. I don't know. Yeah. No, like to want to do it like the day after or whatever. Like that's gross. Because of blood? Yeah, I don't know. 
Or an open wound? Like, <laughs> an open like a, a wound socket, in your mouth? <laughs> a socket? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. What are you worried about getting into the socket? I'm not worried about getting anything. I just think the thought of it is gross. The thought of like his socket juice going into your mouth. Yes. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't know your life or your relationship, Aaron. But I'm pretty sure there's been worse things than socket juice throughout your marriage that you've run across. Um, yeah, I don't know. That doesn't that's that's not as big of a deal. I mean, I probably wouldn't day of, but like day two, I'm not worried about socket juice. Oh, I day two is probably okay. I was just saying to yeah. to push that up like to day one, I wouldn't Okay. I wouldn't Yeah, if you're still numb, the marking hasn't worn off yet. Yeah, no, if yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking No, they have this new stuff. I forget what it's called, but it's like it's like super long acid lacting super long acting bupivacaine. Okay. Where it's like it's like forty eight hours or something like that. I forget what oh, it's wow. called. And it's a little extra. It's like a couple hundred dollars extra. They'll give a block with it. It's like bupivacaine that's in these little like liposomal. Uh, oh, yeah. I, w- I watched a surgery where they did an, uh, um Sarpy yeah. and he just loaded them full of those. Yeah. And so then that's like 20, thir- 24, 36, 48 hours, something like that. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Wow. But so maybe if you got that. Um, I just don't understand why you. It, like so many patients need such exact information. I remember getting a text from someone and he's like, Hey, can I go into the hot tub? Um, I got a bunch of people coming over tonight it, and he just got Botox. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're fine. <laughs> like, were you just asking me that to like, yeah, he wanted off? you to say, yeah, he wanted yeah. you to say like, Oh, can I come over? Yeah. Andrew, just, Andrew just texted me from the other room. The long acting anesthetic is called Expiril. Expiril. All right. No, Thank that you, dude in the hot tub, he, he ordered some pizza and he was inviting you yes. over because <laughs> the wife was gone. Oh, he wanted you to bring the pizza, Aaron. He wanted <laughs> you to bring the pizza. Um, first comment here on this Reddit is from ToyK115. Dentist here, just avoid going down on her and you're golden. Do we huh. agree with this? Huh. And I also like stay away from the word golden when you're talking. Like that's a weird. <laughs> There's just like. I, I wouldn't use, considering the state that we're in now with like the weird Russian tapes and stuff like that, avoid the word golden in relation to anything sexual is what I would say. Um, do we think he's right? Or she, Toy K115, just avoid going down on her and you're okay. I don't understand. I don't see why it'd be any different. Maybe more vigorous. Workout for the guy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it is, Aaron. I'm pretty sure it's not a very vigorous workout at all. You kind of just lay there. <laughs> kind of just lay there. It's pretty. It's no, pretty for good. the guy. Yeah, I'm just saying. Even then, that's no. what I'm saying. It's not that. It's it, like you're not having to swing off of a trapeze. Like it's. But you could. I guess you could. But I've been. Uh, I'm just going to tell you, like, look up this Kiven method. I'm just telling, like, everyone, guys out there, K-I-V-I-N. Um, you can thank me later or, or your wife's fiancés or girlfriends, side pieces, whatever, can thank me later. Just check this out. It's, it's great. It's great. So we think this guy's clear. Go, go nuts. You're yeah. two, two days out now. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You're good. Yeah, literally go nuts. Go nuts. 
This next one's great. All right. Reddit user about code asks the Harvard versus whorehouse project. What are the diseases of the teeth that sex workers should be most careful about? What are some tooth related diseases that sex workers could get when working at a whorehouse? Is gingivitis something you could get? I also want to pose the same question about Harvard. What are some diseases you could get when working at Harvard? Obviously, I'm talking about job-related injuries and diseases at Harvard. But first, the diseases sex workers could get. At various online forums, I've been asking the question, which is morally superior, Harvard or a whorehouse? Intriguing, isn't it? (laughs) I built up quite a substantial case to show that Harvard is worse at a moral level than a whorehouse. I consider myself a history expert vis-a-vis the history of Harvard and Yale. Now, if I could find someone who's both a dentist and a history buff, that'd be pretty awesome. I'm sure we could have a fantastic conversation. What on earth is this guy talking about? <laughs> huh. I, um, what are diseases you could get when working at Harvard? I, the same fucking uh, diseases you get anywhere. I don't know. Like, anywhere, yeah. What is different about Harvard? I don't understand. I literally, I'm, I'm having a really hard time grasping the purpose of this question. To say Why that Harvard is worse morally yeah. than a whorehouse. We know a dentist that graduated from Harvard. Maybe we could we just know suggest that. Yes. Yeah, we do. They would know. They would know. Uh, this so was probably written by somebody that went to Yale. Yeah, I mean, he, he sp- what does he say here? Uh, which is morally superior, Harvard or a whorehouse? Intriguing, isn't it? Um, I consider myself a history expert vis-a-vis the history of Harvard and Yale. He's not mentioning like what's the worst, like what's the worst disease you could get at Yale. I think you're onto something, Lance. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what is the worst disease that a sex worker could get? You should probably ask uh, Robert Kraft. <laughs> That's that would be. Uh, oh fuck! What's that disease? Carpal tunnel syndrome. That would be carpal tunnel syndrome. <laughs> But this is specifically diseases of the teeth. Uh-huh. TMJ. So, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. that's a great one. That's a chronic, yeah, chronic TMJ. Sure. sure. Um, I mean, I think the easiest, like, infectious disease stuff, HPV, gonorrhea, chlamydia, um, HIV, right? Those are those are obviously high on the list. But Petechiae of the palate, for sure. Uh, yeah, so so it, could that lead to, like, necrotizing sialometoplasia? <laughs> Which I sure. think is, is a word that I remember from oral path and it happens <laughs> on the palate and it kind of starts as like an inflammation and then I guess the salivary gland dies and just sort of sloughs off, right? So I sure. guess that maybe could be part of it. Um, I must say no. Traumatic injuries? Um, sure. Trauma can happen anywhere. That is true. Amen. That is true. Um, yeah, ANUG is actually good. So is ANUG stress? Yeah, and I was it there a spirochete or something like that? If I remember correctly. Oh, yes. the, so maybe you could get that sort of transmission plus the the so 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 you have the vector transmission plus the stress leading to an ANUG type of situation. Mm-hmm. He, he brings up gingivitis, which is. Maybe if you're working so hard, you can't brush your teeth. You know, there's just no time to sleep. Well, he made it sound like it was transmitted. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I think, yeah. So that's obviously not, not, uh, if you ask a bail and Donine, they're going to tell you heart disease, right? Cause it's just, sure. everything is heart disease. Airway problems for sure. Right, Aaron? <laughs> sure. 
what are some diseases you could get while working at Harvard? A nug. Yes. <laughs> you could get a nug from the stress of having to deal with pretentious pricks who drop the H bomb everywhere, right? That would be- yep. Are there any type of diseases that you could get from running into a particular prosthodontist on the campus of Harvard? <laughs> inferior at inferior uh, inf- inferior narcissism. Yeah, like <laughs> like some syndrome where you feel inferior to this supposed like life expert, right? And this, uh-huh. this dental expert. Um, was there anything at Goodwill Hunting that had like diseases in it? I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Uh-huh, oh no! Yeah, yeah, well, and then like he had to go to a therapist or something because he was all messed up in the head. So obviously, like mental and psychological disease would right. be very high on the, the level of things that could happen at at Harvard. Probably more so than at. I I don't like the use of whorehouse. Well, I automatically thought of like the 1700s when they used the yeah. You know, yeah but even they then like house. they said like a brothel would be some like they say brothel a lot on on game of thrones you don't say whore like i just i, I just want to tell this guy like listen i'm not like one of these crazy you know 2019 progressive kind of people but it's like it, we can't use the word whore we have to use sex worker we have to use sex worker so like sex workers abode i don't i don't really know what else you would call it but but still i just am weird about this use of the word whorehouse well speaking of have you been to the best little whorehouse in texas i if you could give me directions to it i, I would be interested <laughs> i really would would be interested um what, what was that burt reynolds in that who was yeah, in that Dolly Parton and Dolly, I, I do love Dolly. I, Everybody yeah, loves Dolly. Na- yeah, Dolly's a natural. I love dish. Dolly. Yeah. And that's what it, it, I have this bit in my restorative lecture about Dolly bands. Uh-huh. And that that's bullshit, man. Like Dolly's an American treasure and we're boiling her essence down to two humps on a matrix band. That's <laughs> well. offensive. That's offensive to me as a person who understands how great of a person Dolly Parton is. It's just it's it's really terrible. We it's like we should feel really bad about that. Just saying. So don't ask your assistants for a dolly band anymore. Okay. Boycott um, it. Note yourself. Boycott calling it a dolly band and boycott calling it a whorehouse. Okay. I don't understand what is what is morally better. I I just don't. He's I like Lance said. He's trying to tear. Harvard down for some reason. Is he? <laughs> it seems like it at the end. I guess. Like, what did he say at the end? But it's like it's people do what they got to do to survive, and whether that be work at Harvard or be a sex worker, like you got to do what you got to do to put food on the table, brother. And like it's not up for me to like make moral judgments on that. Yeah, yeah. This is the weirdest post I've ever seen, and I didn't <laughs> think we were going to jump into any of the of the Reddit of the people. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> oh First post on on his history uh-huh. in the subreddit of Catholicism. Does Islam have better answers than Catholicism? So is this a guy that just, like, comes on and drops bombs? Yeah, sounds like it. Here's in, in Catholicism as well. Can sex with condoms be nobler than sex without condoms? What are you talking about? Nobler? It just makes me think of uh, of of uh, 
Hamlet. Well, that is nobler. <laughs> Isn't that like in the big soliloquy in Hamlet? I'm pretty sure he he says what to be or not to be. That is a question. Whether it is nobler to sustain the slings and arrows. Uh, that's that's all I remember. Wow, I was just thinking. But that's uh, still pretty good, right? I was thinking of Bradley Whitford from Billy Madison. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah exactly. Well, I mean, that's probably where I know it from. There's <laughs> more bigger chance of that. Probably. Um. So yeah, there's a lot. He he just goes and he drops bombs. There's a subreddit for Gandalf. Just FYI. Oh God. He asks in in um, the subreddit of Gandalf, "What is the best place to have a discussion about a plot hole in Lord of the Rings?" Oh God. <laughs> God. He needs a hobby. Is, go to that whorehouse. Is Tom Bombadil's real name Thomas A. Bombadil? <laughs> Who is that? It's, it's from Lord of the Rings. It's a guy that like lives in the Shire. Oh my God. How do I even know that? God. All he posts is like, these weird like hot takes and shit about Lord of the Rings. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. He has... He's really posted a lot about this plot hole in Lord of the Rings. A lot. I mean, there's 30 posts in different subreddits about, about plot holes in Lord of the Rings. About this one specific plot hole. Could the eagles have flown Frodo into Mordor? There is... I'm looking at this page that he it's his web page that he directs it to. There are literally 4,000 words on this page about oh, this wow. whole deal. Do they know it's a made up story? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> and, and to think this guy, um, didn't understand an appropriate way to refer to a sex worker. So I guess that's all I'm not, I'm not going to spend any more mental energy on that. You guys okay with that one? Yeah, I think that's good. Question three. Steampunk dinosaur. Great Reddit username. Love it. Asks strange NSFW question. So this is a bit of a strange question and I haven't been able to find any real answers using Google. So I'll get right to it. My wife recently went to a dentist that told her the roots for both of her lateral incisors were almost non-existent. This matches what her previous dentist told her. The dentist went on to say that the teeth are at risk for falling out if there's too much pressure put on them. The example given was biting into an apple could possibly cause them to fall out. At this point, she is being referred to an orthodontist due to the severity for a consultation and further imaging. The long-term plan is some form of braces, removal of teeth, and implants. Now for my question. Because of her fear of her teeth falling out, my wife is afraid to engage in oral sex. She fears the pressure from sucking will cause the teeth to loosen. She likened it to the instructions not to use a straw after wisdom teeth. Is this fear founded? Any feedback is appreciated. Sounds to me like just a, uh, a wife that doesn't like to blow them. I was going to say, I think the dentist um, did her a favor there. Yeah, he, he was... He was he, that that like you had the the two different uh, forms. Yep. You like the wife, you not like the wife. Then here's this. You get this one then. Well, my only thing is, how many times have you seen a primary tooth with absolutely like no root? And I keep warning them they're going to need an implant, and it is fine. Yeah, fifteen years yeah. later, it's still there and doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I have a question. Colloquially, oral sex, if I were to say, if I were to ask Lance to, to, to provide me with oral sex, what would I say to him? <laughs> um, this is not a trick. I'm just asking. I don't. It's nothing you say. It's just. I'm, but I'm saying I, I would. I would say I have Lance. an N of one, okay. and it's pretty easy to give kind of the right. But I would say without I would, words. I would say Lance, suck my dick, right? Well, that or, or you just grab the ears. Well, right, but like we we use that term colloquially, suck yeah. my whatever. Yep. There's not really sucking. Go- it's not like, it's not like it can be repeated with a Dyson, right? Vacuum. Like there, there's not a <laughs> lot of actual sucking going on. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I have the the urgent care bill to prove it. Um, oh, there's not. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, <laughs> been doing it wrong. I, is there though? I mean, I don't. I don't <sighs> I'm just. T- I'm just messing. I just feel like that's probably like. There's a lot more going on than that, right? And, and so it's not just like minutes and minutes and minutes of just like high, high pressure forming around it that could actually like like cause a root to get loose, right? That's not just me thinking that, is it? It's usually um, just you. It's fine if you guys don't want to comment on this and don't want to go on record. <laughs> However, I feel pretty strongly in saying like I don't think it's a whole lot of just like Let's just say Straight it's not sucking. equal to biting into an apple. Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. The four, those forces are completely yeah. like there's no comparison between. And even if it was like a straw after getting your wisdom teeth, that that's not the same as your teeth falling out. Yeah. And I just there's a lot more like licking and other things involved than there is like just straight up hardcore s- suction action going. Is, could you suck hard enough to, to loosen a root? The thing is, those roots, if they haven't been loosened yet at this age, I, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, there's there's no mobility going on. Yeah. How many teeth have you seen with root resorption, like Aaron said? I mean, even even permanent... And permanent teeth are probably even worse. Right. Permanent teeth with with severe root resorption that are solid as freaking rocks because... That sort like the PDL kind of ankyloses and that that tissue just sort of locks in um, and you you probably couldn't bone sound it if you tried. Right. Right. So she's definitely looking for an excuse. Yeah. Right. Sounds like the the husband needs to bone sound. (laughs) The husband needs to bone sound. He's got to do some bone sounding. Here's what's the end game here. After he gets all these comments from Dennis on the dentistry subreddit, does he print this out and take it to his wife? He's got, yeah. But like, what is she going to, like, no, my dentist, who I actually know, said X. Well, maybe he'll take it to the dentist to find out. (laughs) (laughs) What would you do if, if a husband came to you and said this? Um... What would Lance do if his wife said that to him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is... <laughs> I don't want to get into, like, debating the treatment plan, but I think that's an aggressive treatment plan, don't you? 
the ortho and then uh, implants? Yeah. I bet she exaggerated what he was saying. Yeah, I, I think. I, yeah, I think it's an exaggeration. She's just looking for a break. She's tired of sucking his dick. So here's her, here's her two weeks off. Yeah, or, there's there's a few people on here that are saying the same kind of thing. It's a great excuse. She's been waiting for this for years. Um, I, finally, somebody says, I'd be more concerned about the treatment plan. I would get a second opinion. That's me. I didn't make yeah. that, but that's totally my like, uh-huh. totally my comment there. I think it's a little over aggressive. Uh, your wife is not afraid of her teeth falling that. Read into that as you will. She's just using it as an excuse, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. I think, I think this guy's, I think, I think, I think there's a long con going on here. Yeah. There's because think about it, like it's 18 months of ortho can't, you know, Hey, you can't do it then either. And then you have some surgical procedures. Hey, just fresh surgery. Can't you do it then? Hey, implants just went in, got to heal. Like, like you, you are, you are spreading out by three and a half, four years at this, you know, before you had to, had to do this again. So I think this is just the perfect opportunity for steampunk dinosaur's wife to, uh, to, uh, to pull the ripcord on ever having to do that again. I think you're right. Nothing good on his, um, on his, on his Reddit history. Last one. We're forty-four minutes in. I was hoping we could actually make it to sixty-nine minutes. We might. <laughs> we actually might. Um, Reddit user waste of time three. Cunnilingus and oral bleeding. Hello. A few months ago, I was seeing a girl. We were exclusive. Both were tested before we started having unprotected sex. I doubt she was seeing anyone else at the time, but we are practicing oral sex. It seems that every time I would go down on her, I would feel somewhat feverish the next day, and my gums would bleed while brushing my teeth the next day or two. This would resolve itself after that. This went on for a few months before I stopped going down on her. I'd fallen off with regular checkups for several years. Yes, kill me. But recently had my first in a while a few months ago. According to my dentist, I have some minor gum recession, exposed roots, and possible bone loss. Black triangle between two molars. But otherwise, healthy gums. They suspected the recession was caused by vigorous brushing and using an inappropriate toothbrush, both of which are definitely things I've been doing. Perio readings, one to two on the front, three straight across the back. I didn't bring this up at the time. Should I be worried about this? I'm not planning on having oral sex with anyone anymore. I was just going through a dark period where I was too stressed out to monitor these things properly. What stands out to me is that last sentence. I'm not planning on having oral sex with anyone anymore. I like I was too stressed out to I I guess I don't. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. There's a whole ton to unpack. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so every time you go down there, he feels somewhat feverish the next day. So, I mean, I, I get I mean I'm not I'm not freaking like urologists so that seems weird because it just seems like like incubation period and you're going to have like a topical reaction first before you'd have a systemic reaction right i believe so yeah <sighs> okay so that seems weird my gums would bleed while brushing my teeth so he's he's obviously has some kind of perio issues although he only has threes but you and I have all seen three millimeter pockets that bleed like you know, right, nobody's right. business, right? And I've seen uh-huh. six millimeter pockets that are tight and don't bleed at all. So we can't necessarily go off of 
probing. Did he say he hadn't been in a while? Yeah, he did say I I had not been in a long time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of going through a dark period where I was too stressed out to monitor these things properly. Would it monitor what things? That's What's, what I that's what I was wondering. Does he mean his oral the, health? Is that what he's yeah, talking? Yeah, must be. But I I bet you he was just scrubbing too hard the next day. Every time he did that. So sort of like a uh, like a um, silkwood shower for his mouth. Yeah, yeah, wasn't. Wasn't there a scene like Jim Carrey scrubbing his mouth out? Yeah, well, so there is... Uh, no monster the, crying game. The term, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the crying game is kind of is kind of where that that look that comes from. Uh-huh. Um, and then and then the Silkwood shower is. Um, it says an, on Urban Dictionary, a silkwood shower is a very long hot shower taken to disinfect and decontaminate oneself environmentally uh, from environmentally acquired smells such as smoke or food. The term stems from the name Karen Silkwood, who was a chemical technician who died under mysterious circumstances after um, raising issues of contamination at a plant where she worked. The 1983 movie named Silkwood was released starring Meryl Streep, Kurt Russell, and Cher. There's a decontamination shower, shower scene in the film that is the basis for the term being coined. I've never seen that movie, but I've heard the term Silkwood shower. So it's like the Silkwood mm-hmm. shower, the crying game shower, you know, that that kind of idea. That's definitely sort of what, what happened here, right? Yeah, sounds like it. I just don't know where the feverish part came from, but... It's got to be psychosomatic. Yeah. yeah, and feverish. It seems like a head case. This this guy went through a dark period where he was too stressed out to monitor things properly. Do we really think he had a thermometer where he was taking his temperature <laughs> readings? Like feverish doesn't necessarily mean he had a fever, right? They suspected the recession. Yeah. So so this is total BS. And, and yeah. now he's refraining because he does think they're related, which I think is interesting. Unless someone told him in the comments not to. Um, in the comments, there's a, uh, just an immaculate comment that is just perfect. Reddit user Pittooth, who apparently is an endodontist, says, quote-unquote, wash before you toss, baby, which I think is a motto that we can all live our life by. Um, there needs to be t-shirts that say that. There needs to be billboards that say that. Wash before you toss, baby. We should get Clint to make a t-shirt. Yes. So, uh, I'm, some of these I can't read. Um, somebody came in, don't treat dental checkups like a test you have to cram for. You should be flossing regardless of often you see the dentist. The mouth is the dirtiest part of the human body. Warm, wet, and full of bacteria. Um, yeah, considering STIs like herpes and warts don't present as bleeding gums, you're fine. And that person's right. That person is right. Um, one person said you could have caught periodontitis from a ving- from a vagina dentata. There's an informational movie about this called Teeth that you should watch. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie called Teeth. It's a horror movie, and it's about a woman that has teeth in her vagina. And so she sleeps with certain men, and then she the teeth in her vagina um, bite the men as they are uh, fornicating. 
It's a cult classic. Uh, I cannot believe I've missed it. I think you should put that on on your family movie night uh, list there, Aaron. It should be a great time to have that conversation with your boys. Put that in your Netflix feed. Now listen to this. I'm sure I had existing periodontal issues from not getting prophylactic cleanings and insufficient hygiene. However, the only time my gums have bled in my life were after going down on her. I even tested this. I stopped for several months, no bleeding at all. I went down on her one time, bled the next morning while brushing teeth. What's happening here? I mean, this is just like cognitive bias, right? Confirmation bias. Like he bled other times, he just didn't catch it. I think it was excessive scrubbing, and he hadn't been at the dentist for a long time. So he and he just happened. He was a little bit more vigorous the morning after. He definitely brushed harder the next that that night next day. Yes. Okay. So well, how about this theory? It's it, you're you know it's it's date night. You're gonna go see Sex in the City Part Two. Um, at the movie theater and you're gonna have some popcorn and you go back to his place afterwards you have some wine you know next thing you know one thing's happening next thing's happening and finally uh you know uh the the, the six of the nine happens and um it's time uh you know to, to to retire uh to bed is he getting up and brushing his teeth that night <laughs> i doubt it so he's going to bed with plaque full on his mouth. He gets up the next day and scrubs the crap out of him. Exactly. The most concerning thing about that whole thing was you saying um, going to Sex in the City 2 is an ideal date night. <laughs> I, I did not say ideal date night. I just am assuming that that's kind of where he went on date night with this with this young <laughs> lass. What do you think? Just by reading this, I think that's probably was something that was on there. He did sure. say he was in a dark place, and I think that's yeah. what he meant by a dark that, place. That, that fits the profile. Sex in the City 1 is amazing. Sex in the City 2, that's a dark place. Yeah, it's a tough look. Dark, very tough look. Very tough look for our guy, Waste of Time 3. <laughs> um, you believe it or not, this is his only post ever on Reddit. Wow. This okay. is the post. This is the one. Wow, okay. That's how concerned he was. Man, good for him though. I mean, really good for him for uh, for for taking to the internet to find out if he could blame his problems on a woman. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Jesus, buddy, take some fucking um, <laughs> like, well, self-assessment. Now, now that he's refraining, his gums are good again. It wasn't because he went back to the dentist and got everything situated. Ah, okay. Yes, yeah, because he's now he's at now he's uh, he's, he's right. A, so now he's he's uh, so now his gums will won't bleed again. Jeez, what a uh, what a mess! What a mess we have with this internet thing and this website called Reddit, where people can ask stupid, stupid questions. Yeah. Well, Lance, Aaron, you have any yes. good stories to close the uh, the day off with? Uh, maybe related to the story title or the uh, title of the episode or anything like that. I don't. None I should probably talk about. <sighs> you guys. I already I already dropped some knowledge with the Kivin method. And then here you guys go just leaving me out there to just rot on the vine. Of... A little bit. Yeah. Jeez. <sighs> I'm disappointed. I really am. I'm disappointed. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lance, Aaron, that's going to about do it for tonight. Um, Aaron, I want you to be thinking of a song 
for us while I do all our, our buttoning up at the end. Will uh, do. I want to remind all our uh, listeners to go hit up uh, the GoFundMe for Andrew's assistant, um, bit.ly. I'm just checking here. Backslash Sylvia GFM. Sylvia GoFundMe. bit.ly slash Sylvia GFM. You know, a few bucks uh, towards her would, would go a long way. Um, and would make a uh, would make a big difference um, in her life. So I would appreciate that. Um, share this with your friends. Uh, it's episode sixty nine. Maybe not. Maybe don't share this one. Maybe share right. one of our other ones. What do you think, Lance? Uh, that was a very smart thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have to admit, the last two times that I was on, I did not share because my mother in law like. No, I think your mother in law <laughs> needs to hear this, Aaron. <laughs> The last couple times I've shared stuff about her and um, or me and her son, so figured I'd not share yeah. too much. That might be that might be smart. Yeah, you need to you need to hit this. You need to, to hit this with your with your. I think you need to listen to this in the room with your with your uh, mother in law. <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. She'd love my joke at the beginning. I'm sure she would. I'm <laughs> sure she would. I'm, everyone loves. A great uh-huh. menstruation joke, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's usually what happens when I have it. My husband always says, "Your mouth is not on its period." Yeah, that's how I know. You, Tough luck. <laughs> Tough luck for my guy Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Actually, you made fun of me recently for wearing my tennis shoes, and you said it was a tough look for me. It was a very tough look, and we can I, post this picture. It was a picture I wore, of, I stand by that tough look on there. It was awful. It was, I'm the one that said I look like such a dork, but I don't think men quite understand the plight of a woman in trying to be fashionable and comfortable. So okay. I, Aaron, I'm, I'm going to give you a nickel's worth of free advice here. I'm going to refer you to colehan.com. That's C-O-L-E-H-A-A-N.com. They have plenty of stylish sneakers that would have matched perfectly with that red dress. You were wearing a red dress and neon green tennis shoes. No, no, no. I only wore the tennis shoes till we got to the IDS. I then I put on regular shoes. Like, Great, I but just in have this in photograph, <laughs> in the photograph, documented forever for all of time, is you T-bone. in the neon green tennis shoes and a red dress. T Bone did not ask my permission before posting that. However, I did wear them again today with my shorts because I went go-karting and I had to have clothes. That's fine. So those I are fine. Of, yeah. That's a fine use for those tennis <laughs> shoes, Aaron, but those tennis shoes with that dress is the definition of a tough look. Yes. yes. Adrian, I, I, went, I, I was disappointed. I disappointed you. Adrian and I went to a concert on uh, Friday in LA and there was a guy a couple rows ahead of us that uh, had a, it was a man. He had a side ponytail and a cowboy hat on top of the side ponytail. And I turned to Andrea and I said, if you looked up tough look in the dictionary, <laughs> there's a picture of that. And next to the picture of that guy is Aaron in her red dress with those neon green tennis shoes. Very tough look for my girl. I know. It was bad. Uh, rate us and review us. Lance, what's your favorite number? I'm a big fan of five. I love the number 69, but after that number, then it's number 420. And then there after 420, it's five. <laughs> There you then, go. So the third number, but forget you can't you can't rate us 420 stars. You can't rate us 69 stars. You have to rate us 
five stars. There you go. Um, you could do that on iTunes. It's great. Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, if you're flicking through the Podbean, flick five stars. Uh, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com, a website that I have frankly not looked at in a year and a half. What about you, Lance? Yeah, it's I'm overdue. Let's look at it. I'm pulling it up right now. It loads. Hey, there is actually something there, and it has our pictures. Okay. Um, yeah, there's actual stuff on there, man. Now, it hasn't had any episodes added since episode 63. Is that when you changed it? Oh, maybe. That must be... Okay. I changed hosts, so I got to find out the, the feed. Yeah. Fix the feed. Yeah, we'll hit that up. We will hit that up. Uh Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Working Interferences uh, with Josh and Lance on Facebook, at Winter Francis on Twitter, at Winter Francis on Instagram. You can find Lance on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. You can find Aaron on Instagram at Aaron Elliott DDS, two L's, two T's, and two D's. Yes. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Smash that follow button, mash it hard. Um, Aaron, you got a song for us. I sure do. Tell me about your song. Well, I had to think what would be appropriate or inappropriate, I guess, for tonight. And going along with the theme, there is a song that mentions the summer of 69. Boom. I guess it's only fitting, really. It's the right yes. thing to do. Secretly, I got to tell you guys. Can I tell you a secret? Okay. I flipping love that song. It's a great, great freaking song. song. It really I, is. It's so easy to rag on, and like Brian Adams is super easy to like just make fun of. But I you, feel like it's, it's been one of your songs before on an episode. Has it? Has it? I think it. Has. I don't. I don't. Maybe it has, but shit, I'm okay with it being on again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because damn, it's a good. It's a. It's a good tune, good man. Yeah. It's a great tune, and like if that tune comes on at a wedding, like I'm not yeah. a super like aggressive wedding dancer or anything. Like I have to be pretty lit for that to happen. Uh-huh. But damn, dude, if this song comes on, like there's a chance it's going down. Awesome. <laughs> what do you guys think? I think it's an excellent song. Yeah, I agree. Good choice, Aaron. Good choice, Aaron. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for being on. Hopefully, you didn't say anything to your mother-in-law. Um, we'll we'll uh, oh, no. despise she's, too much. She's actually a little perverted, so we're all good. Perfect. Oh, God, that's weird. Let's get her on the show. Get her on. Let's get her on the show. <laughs> I feel uh, honored. I feel honored to be the third time and uh, three timer and, and a chick and a chick. You feel honored to be a chick. <laughs> Is that, that's what I'm hearing from you. You feel no. honored to be you. <laughs> um, yes. Thanks for being on. Thanks for yeah. coming on for this particular show in particular. Like I, there's a lot of people that would have cowered away from this. You stepped <laughs> up to the plate, and we appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you guys. You, you every week I look forward to Working Interferences Day. Say it like you like you texted. So I always I always put WID, which stands for Working Interference Day, which is in the same tone of voice as Billy Madison's Nudie Magazine Day. All right, I like it. I like it. Well, hopefully you enjoyed your 69th 
Working Interferences Day. It's been an honor to bring this show to you. Uh, Lance, do you have anything you want to add about episode 69 before we sign off? I know this is a little bit longer than our normal outro, Uh but I'm seriously looking at the time clock and we're getting close to 69 (laughs) minutes. And I'm I'm factoring in about three minutes of song Uh and we're we're at 63 minutes right now, Lance. So if you could riff for three minutes, that will get us to around a 69 minute episode. Yeah, I got nothing to add, though. Okay, so. this has nothing to do with 69, but I have kind of a dentist joke. Uh-oh. Hit it. No, it's not inappropriate, though. Nope. That's the problem. Well, then you're going to have to so, know. I'm, hit it. So how can you tell what kind of specialist a dentist is? How? You lock them in a closed room, and you watch how they get out. So the endodontist is going to pick the lock. The periodontist, even though he's a wussy... <laughs> or um, we'll dig under the door. Uh, an orthodontist will set wires in the door frame and wait two years. A pedodontist will beg and plead with the door to open. And then I added the sleep um, apnea dentist will have their assistant figure out how to do it. And nice. then <laughs> um, I'm sure, oh, the prosthodontist will cast a key or because prosthodontist is Latin for God, they'll just order the door to be opened. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then finally, the oral surgeon will just knock the damn door down. I like it. Perfect. <laughs> and how did you say the general dentist would do it? Oh, probably ask Facebook forums how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Call, I, it calls malpractice insurance first. <laughs> send in an anonymous letter to Doc Hoffpower on uh, the business of dentistry, right? Yeah. Apparently, that's like a thing that happens that I don't actually believe happens. Um, I actually haven't thought about that one, so I'll have to come up with something good. That yeah, come up with something good for the general dentist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Lance he'll, try, of, he'll try all of them, and then he'll get a piece of paper out and slip it under the door to go get help. Lance, we're, <laughs> we're at 65 minutes, buddy. <laughs> uh, I can, can I tease my story for next week? Yeah, I have a yeah. story. Uh-oh. That I, I didn't want to bring up um, today because it was episode 69. Uh-huh. Um, but I went to go see Andrew McMahon in L.A. on Friday. Um, and right before the uh, show, we went out to eat um, at kind of this place called uh, Grand Central L.A., which is sort of like a, a sort of street vendor kind of fair where there's a Italian place, there's a Mexican place, there's a uh-huh. El Salvadorian okay. place. So I decided it'd be a great idea to get some raw oysters from there. From from that place, from a street vendor, basically raw oysters from a street vendor, and then huh. we walked to the venue from there, which is like right up Broadway on LA, in LA, and we ran into a Medman shop, which is a shop that sells legal cannabis in California. Huh. Purchased some gummies. So can you imagine what happens when you mix a few beers with raw oysters from a street vendor and a couple of gummies? And I will tell you this story next week. All right. You ready for that story next week? I think I I can't wait. It's a good one. It is a good one. Lance, we are at right around 69 minutes. So I think uh, I think it's a fitting place to end the show. It's time to end. For Lance Timmerman and Aaron Elliott, this is Joshua Austin. Peace. Peace. Celebrate the foreskin. To 69 more episodes. I got my first real six string. Five and done Played it to my finger